0: You know we all have different passions in our lives. You know some of us have a passion for video games. I was trying to bring our here to play basketball with us, and he was too busy playing video games because that's a passion. You know, no matter what you're invited to do, no matter what else comes up, when you have a passion, you do that thing and you sacrifice other things to fulfill that passion, to make sure that it drives itself, and that's what gives you fulfillment, it's what gives you happiness. You know, um, growing up in Canada, I had a passion for hockey. Not as much basketball, but I loved hockey. I would play day in, day out. I would spend the morning, when I was on break from school, from morning till sunset, I was playing hockey till you couldn't see the ball on the road anymore. And I would wake up at 2, 3 a.m. to watch hockey games. There was a passion that fulfilled itself. You know, it's a passion that no one needed to tell me, do this. No one needed to say, go and watch hockey or go and play hockey. It's just something I did because I loved it. You know, some people have passions for movies. You know, you'll go and watch the latest movie that comes up because you have to, because you love it. It's just something from your heart that carries itself. You know, all of us here have a passion for basketball. That's what brought you here. It's a Saturday night. I'm sure, you know, all of you could have had something better to do. But we're here because we love basketball, because you would rather be here than do anything else. I'm sure nobody forced you to come. It's because you have a passion for basketball. It's something that is within you that you love, that many people love, and that you'd be willing to sacrifice other things for that passion. It's something that you don't need to be told to do. It's just fun. So you do it because you love it. You know, now all of us here, of course, are here because of the common thread of the passion for basketball that we have. At the same time there's another common thread that we have and that is the fact that all of us here, almost all of us are Ahmadi Muslim, it's EBL, Ahmadi Basketball League. So another thing we have in common here is the fact that we're all Ahmadi Muslims and as Ahmadi Muslims we claim to follow Rasulullah S.A.W. as a Masih of We claim to follow these Prophets and when we look at their lives what was the passion that they had in their lives? What was the thing that they, they did in their lives that fulfilled itself? Nobody told them to do it. It wasn't that God even told them to do it. They did something out of passion because they loved it. Because it fulfilled itself. It just drove from within their heart to make them do it. You know, we look at the Holy Prophet wa sallam, and we find in the ahadith that, you know, the same way we will stay up nights to play basketball, the same way we'll stay up nights to watch movies, to, to play sports, to play video games, You know, the Holy Prophicism stayed up his entire night to do what? You know, his wife, Hazrat Aisha, and his wife, you know, your wife knows you better than anyone else. If you're married, you know your wife knows your character, everything about you better than anyone else. His wife says that he would stay up at night to pray so much that his feet would swell up. Now imagine somebody staying up the entire night to pray so much that their feet swells up. I mean, how many of us can play basketball to that point? Even that would take hours. You know, it would take you hours to play basketball to a point where your feet, your legs swell up. So here is a man who would stand up at night and pray to the point that his feet would swell. That's an intense amount of prayer, to do anything for that long. You know, so that's an intense amount of passion that this man, Rasulullah had for prayer. And it wasn't because he was told to do it. It wasn't for any other reason. You know, once his wife asked him, why do you do this? When God has forgiven all your mistakes, why do you pray so much? And his response was, akuna Should I not be a grateful servant of God? It was just a passion he had that came out from his heart. It was something that drove itself within him, that drove him to pray to God, that drove him to fulfill that need he had to pray. You know, we look at many of his sayings and he would say, aini that the delight of my eyes is in Salat. For many of us, you know, and again, there's nothing wrong with having a passion for basketball, but basketball gives us life. You know, it, it makes us happy. These things, it's normal for, for this to occur. But he said this about Salat. You know, during the Battle of Badr, You know, when Muslims were fighting an army to defend their lives, what was he doing? He was offering his prayers in his tent. You know that's a passion you have, when your life is at stake and he's about to, on the brink of sacrificing his life and the lives of Muslims, he's in his tent praying because he knows that's where solace is. So that's the passion that Rasulullah had in his life. You know, during his deathbed, when he was on his deathbed. And you can tell a lot about a person from their last moments when they're dying. You know, when you're dying, the last thoughts you have in your mind, that defines your life. You know, during those last thoughts, that defines, that, that tells you about the character of a person. During his last moments, his last words of advice were as wa It was watch over your prayers and over what your right hands possess. So here is the man, Muhammad The person who we follow, we're Muslims, we follow him. But this was the passion of his life. That he would stay up nights praying, he would spend times during battle praying on his deathbed his last advice was to watch over your prayers you know this was the passion of the life of Wasallam. you know we come to the promised Messiah and we find the exact same passion inherent in his life as well you know his father going up was saying he's a Masitar he would get rolled up in the mosque on the carpets so that's how much he prays you know when he was a child again younger than many of us here he would tell his cousin to pray for me that Khuda miri, namaz nasib kar, Allah accepts my prayers, Allah accepts my Namaz. You know, so this was the passion of these men who we all share a common thread with, with the fact that we've accepted them and we follow them. Or we claim that we do. So, the question here really is, here is the passion of the Holy Prophet, here is the passion of the Promised Messiah. And Now, how many of us, when we just offered Namaz here, and we offered the same prayer that Rasulullah used to offer, the same prayer that Masih was obsessed with, how many of us had even an ounce of that passion in that prayer, in that salat, that we have when we're about to play basketball right now? Again, there's nothing wrong with having passion for basketball. It's a completely normal thing. We, should, we all should have passion for it. It's physical exercise, it's good, for, it's good for you, it creates teamwork, there's nothing wrong with it. But how many of us had even half the passion in our prayer that we have for basketball, that we're about to play basketball? That's a question we need to really ponder about. You know, there is a reason why for the last two sermons, Hazur spent the entire two sermons speaking about Salat. You know, in the, in the sermon two weeks ago, if you actually listened to it, Hazur's words were very distressing about the condition of the passion for Salat in many members of the Jamaat. In the last sermon, again, he said it's the, it's the job of the Nizam to make sure we develop a passion for Salat. So this is something we need to think about is, do we have the passion for Salat? And, you know, then you can have the question, how do you develop this passion? You know, if you have a passion for something, how do you develop a passion for Salat? Well, look at your passion for basketball. And again, that's a common thread. That's why we're here. You know, how did you develop a passion for basketball? You know, you developed a passion for basketball because one day as a child, whenever it was you were, you, you tried playing it. You had friends and you got involved and you tried giving it a shot. And you gave it an honest shot. You know, if somebody forced me to play basketball, I'm not going to like it if I'm forced. I have to want to do it. You know, if you force someone to play hockey, they're not gonna like it, you have to want to do it. So you at some point wanted to give basketball an honest shot. It wasn't that you were forced, you tried it and then you loved it. Whether you were good or whether you suck, for example, I sucked at hockey. You know, straight up, I was terrible at it, but I loved it for some reason. So even with basketball, you gave it an honest shot, and for some reason you all fell in love with it to a point where you wanna spend each of your Saturday nights playing this game, at least. So in that same way, How do we develop a passion for salat? Give salat an honest shot. Don't do it because you're forced to do it. Don't do it as a rasam because it's tradition. Don't do what they call nurdu Marana. Don't just do it as a as something as a form of worship, merely. But give it an honest shot. You know, give it an honest shot in the sense that the next time you pray, make an honest prayer. You know, what is namaz supposed to be? Namaz is supposed to be a conversation between you and Allah. You know, so turn this into an honest conversation with you and Allah. You know, and how can you do that? You have to pour your heart out. You have to say things that are uncomfortable. Your relationship with Allah has to be what they say in Bayt the khalaf without formalities in it. You know, so that means if you feel that God screwed you over in your life, say that to God in your prayer. And I'm being honest with you, that's how you develop a relationship. It's not, of course, it's not true that God ever screws you over, or that God does things that are unjust. But if you in our heart feel like things were done to you that were unjust in your life, If you have a bone to pick with God, take it out in your prayer. If you're 45 years old and you've never had a chance to get married, take it out in your prayer and say, God, what gives? Why did you do this to me? You have a right to say that. Of course, as you develop your relationship, you will realize that nothing God does is unjust, and everything that happens to us is a result of our own actions. But we have to start that conversation, that discussion somewhere with God. If we're going to keep doing namaz, it's just a tradition, then we'll never develop that passion for namaz. Give it an honest shot. So in the next prayer you have, Mention something that you think God was unjust with you about and tell God, God, you were unjust with me about this. What gives? What happened? How did this happen? Why did this happen? And demand an answer from God and demand an honest answer from God. You know, and then from that, when you give namaz an honest shot, not just the kind of namaz you just read for the hell of it, but give it an honest shot. And the next namaz you read and you give it an honest shot, see how that feels. See what the result is. And that's how you develop a passion for Salat and then let that passion carry itself the same way we let the passion for basketball carry itself. The same way you gave it an honest shot and now you love it, give namaz an honest shot. Say something honest in your prayer that's uncomfortable but it's real and you have to keep it real. Keep it real in your prayer and then you develop that passion and that's how we start offering our namaz the way our Khalifa wants us to offer namaz that he's been saying in his last two sermons. The way, that it's, the way that Islam wants us to offer our namaz. This is how you become a true worshiper and how you perfect your namaz. That's how we develop that passion in our salat. So I hope that we all, the same way we have this passion for basketball, we develop this passion for salat as well. Waqaradawan and Alhamdulillah.